What's going on? What's going on? How's everybody doing? Right here on Aftermath.fm, what's up? It's Billy Ray Valentine coming to you live from the Bronx, New York City, ladies and gentlemen. Billy the Kid riding in today. What's going on? Greetings and blessings to all of you. I'm happy you guys are here as usual. You could be anywhere else in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate the hell out of it. Some stuff just broke, and I want to talk about it. Actually, you know what? I don't want to talk about it. I'd rather be on my couch watching 90 Day Fiance, but unfortunately, I got pulled off of my couch to do this, and uh, you know what? It is what it is what it is, but we're going to talk about it here today, and just it's just a complete and total coincidence. We're trying to get to the truth of the matter, right? Down to the truth of the matter, and how else would we do it? Without Truthzilla, ladies and gentlemen, who are joining me here today, you're ma- not your maiden voyage on the Infinite Fringe. You've been here before, but you've never been on Aftermath.fm, so make sure you say hello to the beautiful people here. The Truthzilla podcast, all three of them are here. What's going on? Uh, introduce yourselves, guys. Hi, Billy. This is Megan. How are you? <laughs> How you doing, Megan? What's going doing on? Doing great. Doing great. Billy, so great to be with you always. This is Ed. What's up, Ed? And my name is Scott. Dude, Scott. thank you so much for the invite, man. And shout out to everybody at Aftermath. This is quite an honor. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you guys for coming on and doing me the honor of speaking to me on, on this Wednesday evening here in New York City. It's, it's uh, 9 p.m. over here. We're on every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9 p.m. opening up for Clyde Lewis, ladies and gents. So uh, make sure you stick around, okay? Make sure you, uh, actually, what I want to say is make sure you tune in at 9 and then, of course, go listen to the man. Uh, uh, Clyde Lewis, and after that, Jimmy Jean into the microcosm to follow. Now, I'm sure this is going to be a topic of uh, of discussion throughout the night. I'm sure I'm not going to be the only one to discuss this, but Mr. John McAfee is dead, right? And uh, apparently, they're calling it a suicide. And uh, here we go with the whole Epstein situation again, right? Like, this guy dies in jail. He says he will never commit suicide, and of course, he commits suicide in jail. But, you know, I start trying to think about it in in what I think is rationally, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going over in my head. I'm like, okay, so why would they kill this guy, right? He's largely irrelevant, even though, even though he had a presence, right? He he was a a, a millionaire, or, or maybe some would say a billionaire, but he lost all his money, admittedly, unless he was working people and lying about it, which is very possible. Uh, this guy was a man of mystery, right? He did a ton of stuff all over the world, so. He was supposed to come over to the U.S. and stand trial for some tax issues. And uh, as soon as he got the news that he was going to be coming over, he was killed in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a Spanish prison, right? But, you know, I mean, that's interesting and it's in itself. And we don't know. We, this just broke. So we have no idea. In particular, me, I have no idea. This is going to be speculation up the ass, right? But it is what it is. So... Then somebody, after he dies, they go on his Instagram account. And this is about an hour or two after he dies and post a cue. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, I'm like, what the hell? Right. And, and you know, I, I, I thought this was largely done with. Right. I'm like, it's over now. I, I want your thoughts, guys. I, I want to know what's going on here. Like, first off, what, what do you think of McAfee? Why would they have gone and killed this guy potentially. Um after I saw that cue, it's like okay, they definitely killed this guy. Definitely. I, th- th- there's no doubt in my mind that somebody murdered this guy at this point. 
in the beginning, I'm like, hey, I don't know. I don't know. But then I saw that and I'm like, okay, there's an agenda going on here. Something's up. I think they killed this man. To what end? I don't know. You feel free to disagree with me, guys. And each of you take a turn. Uh, Scott, I'm going to come to you first. Right. And, and then everybody else can go. Um, let me know. What, what are you thinking here? Why would they kill this man? Man, you know, well, so why would they kill this man? I think uh, some of the posts that you see, like just a lot of the stuff that we're seeing now, a lot of the surface, the information that's coming to the surface is just, uh, you know, all of his previous posts. Like he, there was a whole thing where he uh, he had some hashtag. Gosh, what was it? Um, you know, something implying that, hey, he's very outspoken about the fact that, hey, look, they want to kill me. And if they kill me, then it's going to be it's it's going to be under the the guise of it being a suicide. Mm. And it's it's not. It's not what it is. Um, right. God, what was that? Right. He had a tattoo. He had a tattooed on his arm. The um, WADA or something. It was something with yeah, a W. Yeah. 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 yeah right. so, uh, anyway, but yeah. Um, man, the Q stuff again. I don't know. That's super weird. And so I'm looking at it right now. It says posted five hours ago. So that would be 1 p.m. Pacific, um, you know, 4 p.m. Eastern, which is after the news had already broken and everything. And so right, somebody right, who yeah. had access to his account posted a big letter Q. So now <laughs> the Q people are going crazy and saying, oh, of yeah. course, you yeah. know. Uh, uh, I saw some people, some people making a post about how they had taken that image and found metadata embedded in that image that was looked like some sort of like key oh to some God. sort of encrypt, some encryption <laughs> key of some kind. But then somebody else pointed out, hey, no, look, like if you download any Instagram image, it has an, a thing like that embedded okay. in it. So, you know, be careful, be careful where you're looking here. But anyway, I don't know, man. Oh, my God. But, you know, I feel like he's a very controversial figure. I know that he's yeah, yeah, yeah. a very, a very a figure that's been, um, you know, he's been on the run. He's been on the run right, and right. knows what types of information he has. You know, he says he's got 31 terabytes worth of uh, information that he had out as a dead man switch that could right. potentially be released in the event of something like this happening. So, oh, my God, like, here we go again on this ride. You know, do we do we <laughs> do we invest emotionally and like just waiting, eating popcorn, waiting for the waiting very for the good drop? Follow the or, plan. Or, or do we just 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 get ahead of this thing and save ourselves some embarrassment in the end and just be like, okay, I know what this is. I've seen this before. Get off get off my feet. I'm going to go play in my garden right now. But very good point. Very. I didn't even look at it like that. You know, and, and maybe like what I want to do is like, uh, you know, I, I want to believe that this that this guy had uh, 31 whatever the hell megabytes of information on on all these people. And it's a dead man switch and boom, it comes out. But I, I would think it would have come out by now. I, I would hope. That I don't know. There's some delay, and somebody doesn't know how to flip the switch, and then it, it happens tomorrow morning when I wake up. That I would love that, but um, you know, odds are that that's not gonna happen. But still, yeah. I'm cautiously optimistic that maybe, maybe, you know, hopefully, I'm holding out hope. I want to believe that something like this is true. It's a very good point there. Um, Ed, what's up, man? What are you thinking? Well, you know, Billy, uh, I mean, I'm probably I don't like to speculate too much. I'm probably in the same place as you guys, honestly. But um. You know, I just got finished listening to uh, Corbett's new uh, Hopium podcast. Right. And so, so like, they just ripped apart Q, right? Like, the right. Q was just uh, a disaster from the start, you know? And someone who started looking at Q later, I didn't even know, like, the right from the start they were lying and just, you know, here's here's what's going to happen. And it didn't happen. It was just always pushing the goalposts right from the beginning, right? So, right, right, so right. I, I feel like when, the, when that Q came up, it's like, now I question everything about, you know, the, this, all these 31 terabytes and, and everything there. Right. You know, mm. I always like to, to clarify though, you know, I, I do know some people who are still into Q and, uh, there, there's some of the, I, I love them. Right. Mm. Like I, I like to, and I also think some of those people have researched more in areas than I have. So, right, right. so I, I don't want to like, uh, throw anybody under the bus, but at the same time, if I feel like when you, when you put the letter Q on it, it just, 
it it ruins the whole story for me. It, it kind of it weakens everything that there could be a kill switch and that anything is possible going to come out of this other right, than right. you know. And and I I do think yeah, it's mysterious. It's certainly when things happen on the same day as this other thing. You know, I mean, I you know, I'm I'm not a uh, what do we call it the um, coincidence theorist, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. so. I just don't know at this point, Billy. I really don't know. I, I think we'll, we'll find out more, but I, I kind of doubt that anything much material is going to come out of these terabytes of data. Right, right. I, I think I agree with you. Um, and uh, at the end of the day, right, with Q, while I, I largely, you know, I've, I've taken a hard stance against it, you know, and and uh, and I haven't been very nice to Q people. But <laughs> but um, at the end of the day, like, um, could this be a way to resurrect the brand, mm-hmm. right? Could, could this be a way to to reinvest people that have maybe pushed away from the Q narrative because nothing has happened, but yeah. now you see something like this happening? I mean, there there must be some, right? I, I mean, this isn't, I mean, we're theorizing, but it's on an actual event. This guy died and somebody put up a Q, right? Somebody who had <laughs> access to his account or or maybe the people who killed him and we can speculate either way who killed him. I think somebody killed this guy. I, I don't think he committed suicide at all. Megan, I know you're not too familiar with the situation. Listen, none of us are. I am like right now. I'm just like literally like somebody pulled me out my couch about two hours ago. I'm not even kidding. Uh, um, <laughs> so well, I, your thoughts, please. Go ahead. Well, I, I definitely will speculate. I'm real good at that. <laughs> I do that whole female intuition thing like yeah. real hard. Um, so, yeah, I was honestly, I didn't know anything about any of this till I kind of walked in here tonight and kind of was getting caught up here with the guys. Um, but I know that he's really controversial. Um, and and my feeling is that there's no way that this was a suicide. Right. There's no yeah. way, not in any part of my being. We know too much about the way that the deep straight state operates. We know mm-hmm. too much about there's so much. um corruption and so many questions around so many high profile deaths that i mean there's just just no way like ed says we're not coincidence theorists here mm-hmm. um and and even if you can't trace the blood trail back to a particular face or a particular um agenda you know that there's a blood trail and that to me um like you mentioned being you know cautiously hopeful that something's going to come out of this with this whole, you know, all of these terabytes of information. I mean, that's really what we need. We need to start having that happen. Like just as Americans, we need to start having the lid be blown off of all of these secrets that are keeping things in the dark, because that is one of the things that elevates and uplifts this whole energy that all of us are writing, which is to expose the truth and to live in, in a fashion that is consistent with that. Um, so anyway, that's kind of, I, but I think for sure, um, there's just no way. There's no way that he was coming home, and then after everything that he said and who he is and and all that, um, all the controversy. Really, he's just he's got his hands in too many things, um, and I think that yeah, there's there's just no way he did it. I, I agree with you. I don't I don't think there's any way that um that he actually uh, that he committed suicide in any way, shape, or form. Right. Yeah. I, somebody somebody killed this guy, and um right now it's it's like fresh. Right. This thing just happened. So. We we're forth, forced to speculate. Uh, we we more things are going to come out, and probably some of the stuff that we've said here is going to be wrong, and maybe some of it will be right. But more things will come out as time goes on, and and we'll get a clearer picture about what's going on here. 
But what, what's what's up? What's up, uh, Scott? I see you. What's going on there? Well, yeah, the, one of the things I was thinking, too, you know, this kind of brings to mind, you know, some of the things like our friend Charlie Robinson talks about a lot, you know, right, about right, how right. The, media, the, media, the media so immediately shapes the narrative, like right out the gate, like right within an hour without much information. He committed suicide. And now from now on, even as more information comes to light, it immediately becomes conspiracy theory that can be tossed mm -hmm. in the bin because, no, Sorry. Reuters said, AP said, uh, within 20 minutes that it was suicide and you crazy conspiracy theorists. If you think anything differently, then you're just you're just a nut job. We don't you don't deserve to be heard from. So, you know, and, and so I'm seeing that right now. Like they're just locking it in like they're so quick to jump on what the narrative is. But despite any any possible, you know, uh, evidence, 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 right. like I don't see any evidence. You know, I still we've never seen Epstein's dead body. I'm not fully convinced he's dead. You know, my impression. <laughs> yeah, McAfee, I know there's a lot of people. I'm not either. My impression of McAfee is that he is a prankster and a jokester. And uh, just I was looking at his um, uh, Twitter. It says uh, John McAfee. Uh, and this is his descri his description at the top. It says iconoclast lover of women, adventure yes. and mystery. Sounds like my so, type of guy. Mystery, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. So he's a mystery man. He's he's right. he's Sounds a jokester, fun. and and he's got a lot. James Bond on the line. And let's say you do have millions and billions of dollars. You know how you like talking to a prison guard. Hey, you want to play a game? Let's play a game. Right. You know. Here's yeah. how we do it. I don't know. So, it's possible. Listen, somebody. Uh, I, th I was I was speaking to John Brissom off the air, because uh, he's the one that got me off the couch. He's like, Billy, you have to see this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let me go take a look. And and he's telling me that as as you just you know made reference to that Epstein you know may not be dead and and he thinks that McAfee is the same that McAfee may not be dead, right? That that he did something like you said you know maybe he cut a deal with the with the guards and and I don't know maybe he's see at this point there has to be see we, all right so he could be he could be a trickster and he could have been like listen I um. I'm gonna, you know, dip out of here. Here's some, here's like freaking $500,000, dude. I'm gonna dip out of here. And and then he calls his wife and say, hey, put up a cue on my Instagram account. Thanks. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> this, exactly. this is real, right? This this can this can be a possibility judging from who we're talking about. You but know, also, this almost makes more sense than, than what we're hearing. I think, you know what it is? I think John McAfee is Q. I think that's what it is. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. You just put all the pieces together. Well, I was going to go back and ask how, how, where in his life has he crossed paths with the Clintons? That would be my uh, first place to look. So. I, you know what? I don't think he was very friendly towards them. No? I think he was very critical. Um, I, I he went on with the conspiracy horsemen twice, mm -hmm. which are my 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 sister uh, my sister podcast, and um. And he went on with Don Jeffries also, who's my road dog over at America Unplugged. So Don Jeffries had him on. He was very uh, sympathetic to the cause. Uh, if whomever would hit him up, I, I never did, but I, I certainly thought about it. And now I'm regretting it because he's either either dead or he escaped somewhere and we'll never see him again. Um, so I, I won't have the opportunity to, to converse with him and ask him questions. But uh, people from, you know, from the alternative media, he was very sympathetic towards them. And he had a, a, you know, a checklist of, of whom he would talk to and under what conditions. And if you were making money from it, he didn't want to talk to you. He said he wanted it to be free. If it was behind a paywall, he didn't want to talk to you. He's yeah. like, it needs to be free. Everybody needs to hear it. Everybody needs to have access to it. That was the, the main prerequisite to getting him on. You know, so, so uh, there was some, some redeemable qualities, right? And, and, uh, and he was sympathetic to what we have to say. And a lot of us, here in the alternative media, whether we're on the right or the left 
or somewhere in the middle or not associating with any of it, none of us like the Clintons. Okay. It's just <laughs> not a thing. So, so I don't think, I don't think he was very sympathetic towards the Clintons, but I could be wrong, right? Cause this guy was super rich and all of these super rich people get together and do things, even though he's been hanging out in Honduras for the past, I don't know how long. And then he went to some other country, then he got arrested and, and then he ended up in Spain. But, but, um, Megan, let me, let me ask you real quick. So you think he is alive, right? I'm speculating here, complete speculation. Oh, uh, uh, wait, who are we talking about here? Mac, McCarthy, McCarthy. Do I think he's alive? Yeah. Him and Epstein are probably chilling. No, I, I thought I thought you said that you thought he was alive. So I apologize oh, if, if that's not what you said. But uh, no, I was. Well, I'm saying that if he's dead, there's no way he did it. For sure. Right. I think he's probably alive. I think so. I think Scott I think this thinks. is this is a big this is a big game, dude. This okay. Game. But if yeah. you ask me if uh -huh. but if you ask me if I think Epstein's alive, <laughs> I answer yeah. differently. You know, um, so you think Epstein is alive? Why do you think uh, Epstein is alive? I well, so there's there's one thing there's the there's the there's the flip side. So I'll start with the flip side, which is it's possible he was their scapegoat, their sacrificial lamb because of everything that he knew. But I I just do not believe that they let him die. I don't. First of all, I don't believe that he killed himself, not in any way. So if if Epstein's dead, he was murdered. Right. Um, that's one. But Agreed. if he's alive, which I think that he is, um, they they need him. That kind of evil, that kind of sickness, that's not, I mean, I know that it's everywhere, but to get that high profile with it and to have those kind of connections, they needed him. He's a good friend of theirs. They weren't about to just let him, uh, and no matter what deals he ever could have cut, he never would have saved himself because he was too complicit. He was too dirty. So the only out for him either would have been to kill himself, which, which I don't think they allowed to happen. I think that they took him out of there mm -hmm. and then staged the whole thing. And who, who was the uh, coroner? Um, oh, well, so we had, uh, yeah, the one, uh, Michael Baden that, and he that was did the, the, the court, the court, you know, the, uh, autopsy, the autopsy multiple people like John F. Kennedy and Martin Luther King, George, uh, yeah, George Floyd, Floyd. I think they hired the, the yeah, yeah, so this coroner this. also, Damn. he's yeah. just, he, I think that he's all the way shady. I don't yeah. trust any report that comes out of this coroner, not mm -hmm. with any kind of, I feel that anything that he does is a cover up and it's corrupt. So right there, the fact that they brought this They're probably going to bring him in for this autopsy too. This <laughs> yeah. I know, that's alleged autopsy. right. So <laughs> I, I just think that they needed him. Yeah. I think he was too important to yeah. what they're doing, to this evil, sick agenda. I mean, it's we can all say how gross and how awful it is that he's trafficking these kids, but if you go down on a spiritual level, what they're doing, they need people like him. Man, so we've learned something here today, right? Like, like in uh, in Diary of a False Flag, right? We have uh, particular things that go down that you can think, hey, that's a false flag. If this coroner is involved, red flag, ladies and gents. Yeah, totally. Right? totally. Look, at, look at it with with total skepticism, right? So yeah. again, Megan, and then we'll go to Ed, and then we'll go to Scott, right? So um, if he is alive, and I'm gonna apply the same logic to 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 McAfee. Right, because if if these people are are fake their death, I think they all end up in the same place. So so let's let's use that type of logic. What where do they go? What what, what is what becomes of these people when they're you know fake suicide? I think that they go abroad. I think that they continue to carry out these acts somewhere else with all of their money under a different 
mm-hmm. name and they don't have to walk around like we do and go to, you know, Safeway. They don't have to go into, you know, their local Walmart. They have people that do things for them. I think it's really easy for people with a lot of money to disappear. I don't have a ton of money and I've disappeared before. So <laughs> um, I just I think that uh, they're operating somewhere else, not here, not where they're easily recognizable. And these especially, you know, men, they can change their facial hair. They can change their hair color. They can hats and sunglasses. It's pretty easy to walk under the radar and especially in a masky society it's really really Ooh, easy to hide mm-hmm. never even thought of that yeah. what's up ed uh, where do, do i think he's alive or dead is that where yeah, we're at p- pick up on whatever megan said go? give us where your thoughts I, mean, <laughs> I mean i honestly the the theory that was just brought up of him still being alive seems to make a lot of sense to me okay. I, I will i will give it again i'm i don't know i'm just i'm throwing it out there you know well, nobody um, knows, you know, we I, put I that know. out there initially I, that no one knows. We're completely sure, sure. speculating. It, it, so go ahead. I'm, I'm a, I'm a 50, 50 on it. I'm really a 50, 50. I think, um, I just don't think there's enough information to go there, but it, it at the same time, you know, I, I agree with Megan hundred percent that this guy didn't kill himself. Yeah. You know, I, that, that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, it makes sense that he would try to, um, look, look dead. And, and and escape somewhere else. That makes perfect sense. It, right as he's getting extradited to America to you know go to trial. That that right, makes right. that makes to- total sense to me. Um, but at the same time, you know, uh, there someone could have killed him just as easily. Um, I you know where does he go? I mean, he could have gone. What is it? Argentina is where uh, Hitler went. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just chilling yep. out there, right? Yep. That makes sense. There there's a there's a theory that was brought up here. Um, actually, it was on on Coast to Coast AM. I heard it for the first time. It's a book called Ratline, and uh, my boy David Barsky was on, and we were talking about it, and he brought it up and refreshed my memory about it, that there's a theory that Hitler, you know, we, we all know, everybody knows, even past, uh, past the alternative media into the mainstream, that there's a possibility that he may have escaped to Argentina, right? And, um, and that's a whole thing. But uh, in this book, Ratline, it documents how he may have gone I think it was Taiwan or it was an Asian country. I forget which one it was. The Philippines. It may have been that. Don't quote me. But uh, he went over there and had a whole life and had a whole new family. And they have pictures of him and they have a grave there that they speculate that that may be him. And it's fascinating. I would I would everybody go read that book and uh, look at that story. It's a fascinating story. I I think it was Peter Lavenda who wrote Hmm. the book. I'm going to reach out to him and talk to him about it. Um, but, uh, let me, let me get your thoughts here, uh, Scott, what's going on with this guy, right? Like dead or alive and where is he? Okay. Well, I, I think he's alive. I'm, I'm putting my money on. He's alive. I'm going to, I don't want to, do I want to go with the whole hopium thing again? God, like, yeah, do, do it. it. Okay, gonna, a, he's an apocalyptimist and we yep. need it. <laughs> I, I, I gotta, I gotta hold it. So I'm going to say that he is going to divulge all the secrets of the deep state within the next few days. There. Damn. There you go. He's, so he's, he's, he's gonna resurrect. He's gonna he's gonna the rise from the dead. Three days. We're gonna give it three days, and then he's gonna come back from the dead, and, and, and he's gonna reveal all the deep state uh, information, and will and then it'll be a reawakening, and the whole world will live in peace forever. Well, well, there, there you go. Wow. There you go. Well, it's the whole the whole thing too, like just about how Hitler, you know, going to Argentina, you know, like the whole Epstein thing. Like we all. We don't know what he looks like. They plastered that same photo of him everywhere. Everyone knows here in America what Jeffrey Epstein looks like. But if you go to other nations, they're not plastering his face everywhere. He's Everyone's not glued to their phones every single place in the world. He could go places that are much more tropical, much more beautiful, with you know much less uh, notoriety. Without well, and and, and if, if they have that exact 
face is what they think they should be seeing. If he right. changed it, it could yeah, change it's really easy. Facial reconstruction. And I also, yeah. I don't think that they have Ghislaine in custody either. I don't think. Yeah. I think yeah. not for two seconds do I think she's locked up. No way. They're they put them together and they're off perpetrating their darkness elsewhere. But they're I don't believe for t any seconds at all that she's actually behind bars. No way. Okay. Mm -hmm. right. Interesting. Interesting. My yeah. boy, my boy, Tony Atterburn. What's going on, Tone? How you doing? Listen, he goes, uh, if anyone in the world had a dead man switch, it would be John McAfee. Yeah, amen Possible that. data yeah. drops, et cetera. Um, yeah. yeah, he's 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 right about that. If anybody in the world had it, it would have been him. So mm -hmm. if this doesn't pan out, then good luck. Uh, let's see what develops. All right, no, we're going to... What's up? What's up, Scotty? Come oh, on. I was just going to say another thing that just You're popped good. into my head, too. So, you mm -hmm. know, so having a background in cybersecurity, you know, he could be very much an insider as far as that goes for whatever's about to roll out. So perhaps he's maybe like the Kerry Mullis of the COVID-19 mm. pandemic where they had to get rid of him before they rolled out the PCR deception. And so Ooh. now they need to get rid of McAfee before they roll out the big cyber pandemic that's coming, right? Damn. So, Damn, let's, let's talk about sense. all that. Let, let's talk about yeah. all that in, in the second half of the show. I also want to discuss the, the possibility of, of resurrecting Q. That's going to be the name of this episode, Resurrecting Q. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we need to talk about that. I want to talk about the PCR test, and I do want to talk about the vaccine and how it's been linked to these uh, heart conditions by young people. Now the CDC has openly admitted it. It is a yep. thing. This is no longer conspiracy theory or anything like that. We will talk about all that in the second half of the show. I'm going to shout out the chat. I still don't have the Discord group. So anybody that's hanging out in the Discord group, and I know there's plenty of you over there, from what I've been told, my apologies. But I got you at some point. We got Truthzilla here, ladies and gents. Hey, um, uh, who do I go? There's, there's three of you. I'm like, I, I get to pick. Ed, tell everyone uh, where they can find you guys. Come on. Uh all podcast platforms, uh, yeah. Truthzilla podcast. Um, you can find us on Rockfin. Rockfin is our, our main place for video. Uh, we we're on YouTube still sometimes when sometimes. they we have a strike right now, yeah, so so we can't upload. But truthzilla.org. Uh, yeah, truthzilla.org. Yeah, truthzilla yeah, that's yep. everything's there. Yep. Truthzilla.org, ladies and gents, go check it out. Make sure you go do all that. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. This is the Infinite Fringe right here live on Aftermath.fm. Wait for us when we come back. We got more. They call it murder, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Jamrock. What's going on? What's going on? It is the Infinite Fringe. Live right here on Aftermath.fm, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 9 p.m. Right before Clyde Lewis, ladies and gents, make sure you check us out every week. My name is Billy Ray Valentine, coming to you live from the Bronx, New York City. Uh, Epstein may be alive, is, is what we got from the first half. And uh, not only that, uh, John McAfee may also be alive. These are the things we talk about here on The Fringe. <laughs> I want to say what's up to all the people in the chat. But before we do that, let's say hello to Truthzilla, who is joining us here today. It's Megan, Scott, and Ed, ladies and gents, uh, you know, kicking some time with me. And I very much appreciate it. Say hello, guys. You can say it collectively if you want. 
What's up, hey, Billy? Billy? What up? Thank you so there much. There you go. There you go. Um, all right. Let me get to you guys. So again, I'm, I'm not going to be able to shout out the people over at the Discord group. My apologies. I, I will get that done. I, I mean, at some point, I'm going to be forced to do it because everybody will be over at the Discord group. But until then, Blask, what's going on? How are you doing? Finbar, what's up, Finbar? Freedom33 with the 33 backwards. What is up? How are you doing? Ghost Bushido, let me know what you think. What are you thinking about this, Ghost Bushido? I, I need to know your thoughts as I value them. Thank you very much for being here yet again. Haterazzi, Mr. Gates, what's going on? The dude himself, hope you're well. What are you thinking about this, bro? Let me know. Uh, it's real now, too. What's going on? It's real now, too. Greetings to you. Happy you're here. Last one, 207. You've been lighting up the chat. Thank you very much for being here and saying what you say. Uh, and uh, let me see. What, what did you say here? Uh, in the I'm not really dead club with Bin Laden. <laughs> bin, bin, <laughs> you know, if anybody's on that island, right, it could, it could be Bin Laden also, along with, uh, with everybody else who's I'm not really dead. So there you go. Uh, sales, uh, NPW online, what is going on? Solos is here. What is up, Solos? Good, uh, good to see you as usual. The kid is here. What's up, the kid? Greetings and blessings to you. Tim, Mo Tim Montague is here. What's up, Tim? How you doing? And uh, I got somebody else. Nomad. Who is this? Hold on for a second. Nomad Rhodes. What's up, Nomad Rhodes? Greetings and blessings to you and everybody over at the Discord chat. What is going on? Here in the private chat, I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss the private chat. But uh, it is what it is what it is. All right. It's the Infinite Fringe. So let's talk real quick about the resurrection of QAnon, the possible resurrection of QAnon. Man. Right. Because because it's a thing. Right. And it never really went away. It kind of went away, you know, and, uh, and and like I forget who mentioned it. I think it was Ed who said there's some really smart people that that you love that that invested in this thing and subscribe to it. And I have the same on my end, yep. you know, and, and, I, and I always say because they were like, how come you never you never went to and I'm like, well, I live in New York. It's a different situation for me. Right. And, and I'm, I'm exposed to different things here because of it. It's a very liberal, it's a very democratic place. You know, um, I think seven out of 10 people vote, vote Democrat here in the city, you know, and um, QAnon just wasn't a thing. And, and Donald Trump was never a thing, you know, and it's always like if, if it's about Donald Trump, it can't be a thing. That was my rationale. It was only where I was that made because I'm probably might have subscribed to some of this depending on where I came from. Right. So there's a lot of that happening. So. I had some really uh, smart people, very close people to me that subscribed to QAnon, right? So I understand. And I subscribed to, to things that were complete bullcrap for a long time also. So I'm not here to judge, right? But it looks like they're trying to resurrect this thing. Like, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Here we go. You know, and, and it, it crossed over to the mainstream. I don't know if you guys are aware, but they had the whole HBO documentary about Q. Uh, Vice TV put out a documentary about Q. And they uh, they interviewed some people from the alternative media for it, you know, um, and and, you know, it's it's mainline like CNN talks about Q every freaking day. Right. Uh, the FBI recently, I think it was last week, issued a warning against the QAnon style or QAnon supporters that are going to riot all over again and do. We all know this is nonsense. Yeah. Right. But, but, but they're trying to keep it into into the uh, the consciousness of the people. Yeah. And now they throw this in here. And, and this is, of course, what, what was the tipping point for me. If he's not alive, like you guys just mentioned, 
he was killed. He definitely didn't kill himself. But the operation here is is a big one. It's a deep one because it, or it's either a, a deep one or it's just McAfee playing us for the sake of playing us, right? And he throws it up there. It's a joke, and that's it. And now everybody's thinking about QAnon. Or it's something deeper, a bit more nefarious. All right, we're going to go to Scott. Scott, what are you thinking? The resurrection of QAnon, man. Well, I mean, initially, the first thoughts are, Billy, you're going to get us thrown in the gulag can I title this episode <laughs> Resurrection of Q with our happy little faces <laughs> on the right. Okay, so, for, so you for know certain, what I mean? like after mentioning that for certain, your your all three of your credit scores right. right. of That's your of your what is it? The uh, uh what do you call it? Now I'm drawing a joke. Now, now I'm drawing a blank. Social the credit, the baby. social credit score, yeah, yeah, it's gonna go yeah. down ridiculously for yeah, hanging yeah, out with me. Ridiculously. Okay, like like in the negative. Over here. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, dude, I, I, man, I don't know. See, I'm, I'm in that category too. Like, I started to look into Q from the very beginning, and I, I still, I still, it loses me when it's like, you know, Trump is the white knight here to save us. Like, I can't, I don't know, man. Like, that was, that was my objection to this whole thing. Like, I just, right, right, right. Even though I was like, you know, I got all caught up in the election and shit, but still, like, it, there's a lot, it loses a lot of credence at that point, you know. And, and now looking back on it, it's like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. holy crap, yeah, uh, uh, the psyop level. Now I haven't seen the Corbett video yet. Ed was just telling me about it before this, you know. Obviously, I'm sure it's amazing, but um, yeah, why, why the resurrection of Q now, dude? What is going on? Unless this is the big one. So anyway, I don't know, man. I don't know. But and, and again, I know a lot of Q people, very people that I care about quite a bit, people that are amazing people. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. They're they're good people, they're good hearted people. They, right, they they're right. not violent, they're not here to do anything wrong. Like it's so crazy how that's become the narrative. But you know, that's why they need Q. That's why they need Q out in the forefront. But it's that's a false why, narrative. Because it's cause it's cause they are it is it is now the Trump. They, they don't have Trump anymore. So now Q is the Trump. Q is now the Trump, the big enemy, like the two minutes of hate, you know, the O'Brien, whatever that you can <laughs> all just, but all there's of your not hate a good on. reason for the hate. I still feel that there's yeah. not a good reason. Like the, the amount of hate, I don't know. It's still I I understand like the narrative. I'm interrupting you. No, you're fine. No, that's, but that's I understand totally the whole <laughs> narrative. <laughs> that that you know that anything that is opposition to what a particular agenda wants that has to be the bad guy and then the media just attacks it and people just tear it down but it seems to me like eight out of ten things that they stood for or that people that i know that talked about were things that i'm like yeah we need to look at this yeah that's a good ideal yeah this is what we want yes this is what my family is for and so i never really under, i didn't really get into it at all i'm like a brand new baby truth baby <laughs> i wasn't <laughs> even involved with politics till a year and a half ago so i'm like way on the catch-up end but it seems to me like it had like this ominous or like this evil connotation without actually having anything evil going on with that with there actually even being some like you know the whole like to me like the whole exposing trafficking and the whole you know trying to expose the pedophilia like why would anybody be against looking into that like to me it just started to take credibility away from anyone that was against the idea like why would you it's like with anything, like I might go to the store and I don't like all of their products, but a lot of them are good. Like, you know, you <laughs> might like a certain, you know, political ideologies of one group, but not ascribe to everything. I, th- I think that that can be true with Q or with anything else, but there can be a lot that's really um, good. And one of my very good friends, who's one of the most uh, intelligent women that I know is very, very much into the whole Q thing. And I say the whole Q thing because it's, you know, I don't know how else to, to coin it. It's a whole it's thing. A whole thing. <laughs> um, but but what I've gleaned from her is like, yeah, I'm on board with that. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I don't. I want I actually want someone to tell me why it's so evil and awful and why. Because I to this day, no one's telling me anything to make me like throw up my hands. and be like, oh, I don't want to be affiliated with any of those ideologies. Um, but as 
has to like cue itself. I don't know, but it mm -hmm. seems like it. It seems to me like it's just one of those red herrings where they just exactly they yeah. couldn't pin it on Trump. They have to anything that might expose anything about what's going on in a on a deep state level. They have to completely pervert and corrupt. They have to. That's their only chance at keeping the truth buried. Yeah. So, so I, I want everybody else's thoughts, and then I'll circle back and, and give you mine. I, I hope to be able to communicate appropriately why I have a massive issue with QAnon and, and why I have a massive issue with a lot of the stuff that's been going on uh, since 2016. And, and people that listen to the show uh, are, are fairly aware with my thoughts and what they oh, yeah. are. But, uh, but I'm, I'm going to attempt to explain why. I have an issue. I hope I do a good enough job to, to communicate that to you. All right. Uh, go ahead, Ed, and then we'll go to Scott. All right. So, uh, yeah, it's, especially having just watched the Corbett, uh, you know, short documentary or whatever on this, I, I think the thing with Q is it, it it pacified all these people and it got them to all follow this. And and if we look at, you know, we look at uh, January 6th and it was really all this just big psyop, you know, get all these people believing this thing. Then they're not actually doing anything. They're just they're waiting for their savior. And he right. goes really through the history of the politicians acting as the savior, promising things and then not delivering. And Trump is the same way in the end is as much as I wanted him to be. I wouldn't say I was ever like super into Q, but uh, towards the end there, I thought Trump was definitely the the better of the two evils at that point, right? Like, and I, I still kind of think that, but at the same time, when I look at the four years of of Trump, he didn't fulfill any of the promises that he made, and maybe, and that's the thing about Q is you got all these people to not do any action, but in the end, they ended up in this place where it, I mean, I think it's obvious that the, the January sixth was just it's like now it's coming out. It's pretty much an FBI operation, right? Mm -hmm. Like it was completely infiltrated, yeah. and and so so here we are, and now the words are domestic terrorism, right? Like and and they've they talk about Q on CNN every every night, like you said, right? So so now they've they've funneled all these people, and they've they've also used it to expand it to put all of us in the alternative media. We're all we're all Q to them now at this point, right? Mm -hmm. They they've turned everyone against us, right? And I mean, uh, on top of that, you know, on the reviving Q, I would say, you know, I, I don't know if Q ever really died, is and I know you kind of said that too, but right. like this. The, the whole election audit thing is like there's there's a lot of talk about that still. Like I don't think most of those people fell off. I think most of those people have just moved on to the next goalpost, right? right so maybe right. this maybe this just I, I think that maybe uh, you know this gives them something more to dig into another piece of it. But I, I don't think it ever really died. I think at least the people I know that were into Q are still following it to mm -hmm. the T. Yeah. So wow, wow, wow! That's a hell of a thing to say. And I think you're right. Uh, Ghost Bushido thinks that uh, he didn't kill himself. And then he gave me a ton of information. I took a picture of it, Ghost, Ghost Bushido, and I'm going to look all of this up. And I, I'm, I'm sure there's something to it. All right, buddy. Your turn. Do your thing. Uh, okay. Well, you know, I think Ed said a lot of it, you know, I've, we've been saying for a while, like we, like we see the pacification and how all these people that should be out in the streets, like, you know, not in a, in a peaceful way, let's just say, but like, okay, for example, right. So we do a lot of stuff in boots on the ground type stuff. We go to a lot of these lockdown protests here in Oregon. You know, if your listeners don't know, we're here in Eugene, Oregon, you know, two hours South of Portland, you know, not as bad as Portland, but it's still pretty, you know, it's still pretty, pretty masky. It's still pretty masky yeah, around here. But like, uh, anyway, so like, we're, we try to get out there and we try to get to these protests, you know, whether it's whatever it is. And so, you know, we show up and there should literally be like 
20,000 people there at the Capitol on any one of these protests and this like, yeah, just like, you know, standing our ground, sticking up for our rights and, and all this stuff. But we go and there's like 50 people. And it's so demoralizing. And I think a lot of that could possibly have to do with the fact that like he was saying, oh, no, trust the plan. Sit back. Wait, 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 wait. Don't do anything. You know, we're going to fix all this for you. And then just outsourcing our activism, outsourcing our thinking again. Oh, very well put. Heard that yeah. outsourcing our, 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 our the, like this is a fight for the very soul of humanity. Yeah. And and we're seeing uh, everybody fall by the wayside and nobody's willing to step up. We were, you know, like I just feel. Sometimes I feel if it wasn't for this microphone and the show that we do, I would feel absolutely alone because it's so hard out there and not seeing it. And I think that a lot of that has to do with the fact that we were just told to stand down and trust the plan. Oh, so, you know, Very yeah. well put. Good points all around. Um, and, and, and that's part of my, my problem, right, with this whole thing. It's, uh, it, it, it takes the power away from, from people, right? You sit in and trust the plan, right? But even the people that are actually actively – and that's the good – like uh, – all right. Well, I'm probably going to get some shit for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, it's kind of like flat earth, right? Like mm -hmm. people that, that subscribe to the flat earth will, at least the ones that I know, right? And, and, and I, I know a lot of them are, I mean, they're willing to do the work. Whether or not I agree with them is different. They're willing to put in the work while I'm sitting on my couch saying, yeah, the earth is probably round and, uh, you know, hey, you know, and I don't know. They just told me that, right? I learned that in school. But my friend Josh Corey or 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 David Weiss, you know, they're over there making experiments twenty four seven, trying to figure out if the if the if the world is actually flat or round, you know. And I'm like, damn, I can admire that grind, right? So then with QAnon, this is the the people are invested, but it's a false investment. On unfortunately, it's like it's it's. Somebody put it, I can't take credit for what I'm about to say, but I don't know who to give credit to. They said, the, the thing with QAnon is, is different from every other conspiracy because it, it, it makes people a part of the conspiracy rather than outside of it. You become soldiers in that, you, you have a reason to fight, right? And if somebody's taking your country, it's logical for you to fight, to get up and stand up and do these things. And that's why these people do that because they believe that their country is being taken from them. And it's, it's a psychological operation, you know, stemming from Steve Bannon, a Cambridge Analytica, the SEL group. We can go there all day long about how they've colonized the minds of people. So yeah. while we're looking for pedophilia, right? And these are, these are good, uh, well-meaning people that want to stop pedophilia. If pedophilia is in hole A and you're looking in hole B, you're not going to do anything. And everybody's been funneled over to whole B, you know, because they're like, yeah, we're going to stop these people. Who are you going to stop exactly? You know, um, wh what exactly are you doing? It sounds good on the surface, but there's nothing really there. And then you're following this anonymous person or people or whatever that drop information. And you're like, oh, man, let me let me uh, let me see what this person is doing. And then you do mental gymnastics to try to fit a square peg into a round hole. This is what's been going on with QAnon for a long time, you know, and, and uh, I initially I didn't have a, a, a big issue with it. I was just like, it's nonsense, whatever. I'm not I'm not paying attention to it. But once I found out about Cambridge Analytica, it became a lot more personal because they're in our minds, whether we subscribe to it or not. They're in our minds. And that's everybody in the chat, everybody in Truthzilla, me. 
they're in our minds, you know, because of social media, because so many things have gone down. And I think that's the next level of conspiracy theory that we should be looking at. We should not forget about the brick and mortar. We should we should uh, continue to analyze things like voter fraud and all these other things. But we should look inside ourselves and think are our thoughts our own. Yeah. And and then yeah. we'll start figuring out maybe they're not, you know, and, and that's my biggest issue with QAnon. Um, the people are well-meaning people, but they've been funneled over to a place where they are ineffective, you know, and, and, and they continue to, to rely on a narrative that was set up for the ineffectiveness in all essence. So we're not really doing anything. And I want to, I want to mobilize those people to try to do something at least, you know, um, in, in, in a way that it actually affects change rather than being stuck somewhere else. Does that make sense? Dude, that makes perfect sense. I love the way you put that. You know what we call a limited hangout, right? And, right, and what, right. You know, what, that would have been a lot easier, right? I should have just said another, limited hangout. It would have been yeah, fine. Another, <laughs> another great example of that is Epstein himself, right? Right, right? Epstein. So it's like, okay, we got Epstein, right? This is the end-all be-all of, of this whatever industrial scale human trafficking ring, right? Oh, yeah, we got him. Problem solved. Game over. <laughs> Everybody go home. Nothing to see here. So perfect example of that, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and what you said there, too, you know, there's so much credence to that we have we've, we've done episodes bonus episodes before in the past like are these thoughts our own sometimes yeah. i wonder you know how do these thoughts get here and i really try to we try to tease that stuff out um you know one of the main you know one of the most powerful people who really started to do some of this work is a gal named tracy twyman you know so just uh, shout out to aftermath fm oof, you know because right. like, I, like clyde lewis literally was yeah. a big part of my awakening journey you know i wow. remember listening to clyde back in the day i remember listening to tracy twyman and all that stuff and just Rest the, in the, peace. Yeah, rest in peace, man. Like up the leading up to her passing, you know, she was doing a lot of stuff about this, about the idea of just like the whole fabric of reality itself being like some Truman Show type stuff all through our devices being orchestrated specifically for us, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Dean Reiner. He's got a good uh, on Up Is Down podcast. He's got a four part series where he does like targeted individuals specifically with Tracy Twyman. Excuse me, wow. Tracy Twyman talking about that very topic, you know, just the fabric of reality that's cloaked in front of our eyes based on just our devices and this crazy little Truman show that we live in. And are these thoughts our own? And it's just really, really insane, you know? So yeah. yeah. Wow. I, I yeah. want, we have, we have nine minutes left. This is Ooh. my fault. You know, no, we, 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 we always get into conversations. I love having you guys on cause we just get into conversations yeah. and talk about whatever. Right. But yeah. I, I do want to, I do want to uh, slide the vaccine in here real quick because yeah. uh, that's another thing that, that, that's uh very, very important. And, uh, and, you know, I get pushback from family members. I get, you know, literal arguments. Today I got into a literal argument uh, with, a, with a family member who will not come over to my home because I am not vaccinated and my child is not vaccinated. And uh, they won't come. And they are vaccinated, but they won't come over here because I'm not. And I'm like, listen, that's fine. I, I don't care, right? It's not a big deal. You don't want to ever see me again. That's cool. But what I don't understand is you are vaccinated, so why do you care that I'm not? <laughs> What's the okay. issue there? You know, and 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 then the article comes out, which is uh, what I've been following for for a little bit of time now since I found out about it because I have kids. You know, and uh, and uh, you know, it, you give your kids these vaccines, and and there's you know negative consequences that come of it. And now they've confirmed, right? The CDC has confirmed that there is a link between this new uh, heart condition that's been uh, hitting a bunch of kids. I think it's a, a 1,200, I think. Don't quote me around there, around the world. And it's completely linked to the vaccine. Now it's not a conspiracy theory. It is truth. It is truth. And uh, that's something we need to zero in on. 
And we need to say, these are our children. Don't yeah. touch them. And this is my body. My body, my choice. Leave me alone. Yeah. Leave me alone. Stand back. And you can't tell me not to go to Madison Square Garden because of it. You know, yeah. you can't tell me that, you know, and, and I use this example. I did a podcast earlier with April Hunter. And, uh, you know, I was like, when is it going to get to uh, to water fountains? Like, uh, like uh, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, vaccinated water fountains and non-vaccinated water fountains. Are we going to get that? Or non-vaccinated have to go to the back of the bus? Like, is that what's going to happen here? Megan, your thoughts? Absolutely. I think that's entirely what they've set up, set us up to do. Um, I think that that was the agenda right from the start, because those of us that knew the truth or questioned uh, what they were doing to us, this experimental gene therapy that they're trying to shove in everyone's arms, those of us that questioned it, it's, it's easier to round us up later. If I'm going to speak really super frank, um, I think that there's uh, an agenda to, to separate us out and to make us be. I mean, it's obviously what's going on here is not what happened in Nazi Germany, but what led up to what happened in Nazi Germany is what's happening here. It mm -hmm. is the lead up. It is the separation out. It is the starting to label us as the unclean ones. We're the we're the disease, or we're the ones that are you know causing pro you know we're endangering other people. We're the ones that are going to be looked at as like these cretins, as these you know disgusting vermin that need to be separated out. And and sadly, these huge masses of people are just swallowing all of this mainstream information. And they believe that they believe that just like you saying you have a family member that won't come over. I'm right. sure it doesn't go that deep with your family member. But but on a basal level, that really is what it is. They're separating us out. And I think that um, I mean, am I allowed yeah, to no, say? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I just I think I really think that this is just like a, the calling of humanity. Um, and I think that, you know, the, the separation that they've started all throughout, you know, I mean, throughout history, but I'll just focus in on the last year, year and a half where they've, you know, tried to divide everyone out with all of this, you know, race, right. you know, issue that we hadn't experienced, like all of a sudden we're experiencing because that's a narrative that they've pushed and that they've, you know, they're, they're trying to make it be something more than it is in areas where it's not a thing or in institutions where it's not a thing. They're completely taking the light off where it needs to be in mm -hmm. these issues and putting it somewhere else on a purpose because that helps to feed their entire narrative. And I think that, you know, they want us to not be able to reproduce that's one thing mm. um, they want us if those people who've taken the vaccine that that survive all of these uh, horrific health issues that we're seeing crop up um, that's going to really separate out those of us that that really wouldn't do it and I think that we're seeing it happen we're seeing it happen in Eugene Oregon there was the Olympic trials here yep. um, and they have a vaccinated and unvaccinated section we took our bullhorn down there and let them know how we thought about that yeah, yeah did but, you guys I mean, film that yeah, 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 we, we did. did. It's, yep, yep, it's on all of our channels. Yep, you can yeah. see it. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, yeah, I, I do think that that was the agenda. I think that's absolutely what they're doing, and I think it's going to get worse right in a quick hurry. Yep, and and all just right. just to we, give you we, some, we have we have five minutes left. Go ahead, Scott. Okay, well, I was going to jump in real quick on that note, just to give you guys a little hope and talk about activism too. So. Also, to put these folks on blast, uh, Thinking Tree Spirits in Eugene, Oregon. <laughs> it's a bar. Um, they are at Thinking Tree Spirits on right. Instagram. If you want to let them know how you feel, maybe, perhaps. But anyway, uh, they were holding a concert tonight. And it a was going to be a, a vaccine-only event and proof yep. of vaccination required. Papers um, at the door. Papers yeah, at yeah, the show door. Show your papers at the door, basically. Wow. And so that caused quite an uproar today. Um, and people just a, a couple other groups that are local here. I don't know if they, they necessarily want to be put on blast. So I'm probably going to omit that for now. But at the same time, a bunch of people were just calling, messaging them saying, whoa, this is absolutely unacceptable. And so uh, well, hit as, Oregonians for medical freedom and they just yeah, Oregonians for medical freedom. Yeah, they, 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 they get yeah. on these people. And so basically they canceled the whole event. 
they canceled the whole event. So wow, yeah, wow, incredible, incredible. Now, now here's the thing, though, is not because they were doing the right thing. It was because allegedly what they said is that they were concerned about the safety of their employees from having these unwashed, unvaccinated people showing up. But at the same time, hey, you know, whatever. So What's up, Ed? What you got, brother? Okay, well, I just want to start out with like as of June 11th, the uh, the open VARES, this is the VARES data, there's been 5,993 deaths from from the COVID vaccine, right? That have been reported. And I, you that's can just say the reported you can one, say right. the VAERS data, you know, it's not the best system and that's because they have no liability. This is the best system we have. But right. if you look at the VAERS uh, Overall, that is over one third of the deaths in the VAERS system. They've been recording vaccine deaths for 30 plus years. This vaccine is a disaster on, on by all accords. Anyone who doesn't see that is literally just has a closed mind. Like an, in any other case, this vaccine would have been stopped way before now. Like you look at what was it? Um, I think it was like the swine flu, like the first swine flu vaccine they did. I think it killed 10 people and they had to cancel the whole vac vaccine right, 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 right. trial. So like, so this, this should have been shut down already. So if, if you don't see that and if and we know the data, the kids, the kids chances of uh, dying from COVID are it's point zero zero multiple zeros yeah. yeah it's point zero zero something percent so it is it is literally it is definitely more of a danger to get this vaccine than it is than it is to get covid right mm -hmm. like I like agree. that's and the world health organization has come out and said put a pause on the vaccine mm -hmm. for children the world health organization has said that and the cdc what do they do they said oh we're gonna we're, let's we're we're gonna hold a meeting for it but then biden says let's have juneteenth Juneteenth be this day. And so they, they pushed off the meeting, right? So they said, oh, it's a national holiday. We're not going to do the meeting today. So there's, you know, I, I don't trust the CDC or the FDA for anything. I think our regulating agencies in, in not just big pharma, but like, you know, for our food systems and, and our, you know, our environmental agencies, like they're all bought and paid for. And so I, I don't think we can trust them. I think people have gotten in this mindset. where like, oh, well, we can trust them on vaccines, right? But I mean, you, I mean, you know where I come from. I've been watching the childhood schedule of vaccines. And I, Ed, let me jump. Let me, let me jump in here. I don't want to interrupt you. I want to hear what you have to say. But we literally have a minute and thirty seconds left to the broadcast, sure. and we gotta go. Clyde Lewis is up next, guys. Tell the people where they can find you. Megan, give me something. Tell them. Tell them over they can find you. Please go and find us at truthzilla.org. Bam. There you Keep go. Get yourself a Truthzilla t-shirt. Truthzilla.org forward slash shirts. They're there pretty, you go. They're pretty lit. Truezilla yeah. hats. They're dope as hell. I got to get myself one. I, I like them very much. It's Megan, Scott, and Ed Truthzilla, ladies and gents. Thank you for joining us. Hold on for just a second. Don't go anywhere. I want to talk to you guys off here. My Thanks, name is Billy Ray Valentine. This is the Infinite Fringe, live every Wednesday, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern, straight out of New York City. We appreciate you. Clyde Lewis is up next. And after that, we got Jimmy Jean into the microcosm, so make sure you stay tuned for all of that and join me again tomorrow night, Thursday. It's our last night of the week. Mr. Tony Atterburn will be on with me, and we're going to talk some stuff. We'll probably talk some Epstein. Shouts to him. Shouts to Don Jeffries. Shouts to uh, Recluse and Neil Sanders and uh, John Brissom and everybody else, Mr. Charlie Robinson. And uh, we're out, okay? Uh, Truthzilla, hold on for just a second. Uh, guys, I will see you later. No outro music today because we literally got 23 seconds left. Bye-bye, guys. <laughs> Peace. Pew-pew. Pew-pew. Let me make sure I'm disconnected from the station, guys. Hold on. All right, all right.